Good morning, everybody. How you doing? Good. All right. Thank you for your spot. Um, I'm Pastor Levi. I'm so thankful to be here this morning. It is great to see all of you. Um, Seriously, though, it's been a busy week, and we really appreciate seeing you guys on Sunday. I know it's so easy to uh, probably still be asleep today from Thanksgiving. I know I'm still actually literally full. Like, I just don't want to eat anymore for probably another week, but don't worry. I won't go too deep on you today because I know that we're probably still a little slow from uh, this past holiday. Uh, they say the human body is 90% water, but I think mine's 90% mashed potatoes right now, uh, to be 100% honest with you. Um, but we're just going to jump right into things. It, uh, it's a busy time of year, isn't it? Um, we just had a crazy election. Uh, whether you like it or don't, it's, it's still intense and it's still going on. There's still like counting and it's 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 nuts and not only that but we had thanksgiving and then we had black friday which if you go black friday shopping you're just nuts um i love you but i pray for you actually that night i stay up all night and i just pray for people (laughs) that they may get home safe and uh and then we got christmas coming up you know and so right now today is kind of just right smack dab in the middle of craziness in the United States. You know what I'm saying? Does it feel, does it feel a little uh, intense right now? I feel a little maybe busy, maybe a little overwhelming. Um, there's a lot of distractions going on as well. And so this morning, we're just going to talk about um, your fuel. What, what fuels you? What gets you out of bed in the morning? What keeps you going? What is the driving force in your life when we have to wade through um, all that's going on in this world and all that's going on in our country. And, uh, and so we're just going to jump right into that. So I'm going to pray, and then we'll get started. Jesus, thank you so much for this day. Uh, thank you for this awesome church, these people uh, that just love you and are, are being here after a crazy holiday, after being out of town, uh, just here to, to seek you and, and meet with you, God. And so I thank you for uh, this church and, and where it's going, God, and, and the lives that it's touching. And so we know, God, that you're just here right now. Uh, that you're moving. And so speak through me, God. Touch hearts. Say whatever you want to say to whoever this morning. And so we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, We're going to start just with a verse in uh, Ephesians 5. We'll put it up on the screen for you. Uh, This is the Amplified Version. If you've ever read the Amplified Version, you know to buckle your seatbelt right now, all right? Because it's long, but there's some good stuff in here. So I'm just going to read it real quick. We'll go through this. Therefore, see that you walk carefully, living with honor, purpose, and courage, shunning those who tolerate and enable evil, evil, not as the unwise, but as the wise, the sensible, the intelligent, the discerning people, making the most of your time on earth, recognizing and taking advantage of each opportunity and using it with wisdom and diligence, because these days are filled with evil. Therefore, do not be foolish and thoughtless, but understand and firmly grasp what the will of the Lord is. Don't get drunk with wine, for that's wickedness, that's corruption, stupidity, but instead be filled with the Holy Spirit and constantly guided by him. I think this verse is just a great thing to read right now in our world. When it says to walk carefully with purpose, making the most of your time, don't live thoughtless. I think 
right now there's so much going on. There's so many things to be distracted by. Um, all you have to do is get on Facebook for two seconds, and you, it's really easy to get in an argument with somebody nowadays, right? Everybody's opinionated and posting uh, their opinions, and it's just, it's kind of an edgy time right now in our world. Um, and we can take that one of two ways. We can either be the type of person that knows who they are, they knows their calling, uh, they know the direction they want to go in their life, or we can kind of wade through and be affected by and always um, impressed by everything that's going on. We can be directionless and kind of be like ping pong in a way, you know, where the ball's bouncing and where you hit it determines the direction it goes. We can either be people of action or people of reaction. And so when we live our lives in this day and age, with everything that's going on from you know, if you're a parent, how many know that that's, uh, that's pretty busy? I don't know. The only reason I say I can know is because I do live with Pastor Jeff and Jess and their boys. And so I kind of have an idea, even though I don't wake them up for school or make their lunch. It's still a crazy house. And so you know that your time, your time is always being um, affected and impressed by all the different things that are going on in this world. I mean, You've got cell phones, and you've got getting your kids uh, homework, helping them with that, and then you've got to catch your favorite TV show, and then uh, you got to take the car to the shop because the AC's broke, and there's just a million things in this world that can um, affect your life and can distract you and can pull, away, pull you away from what's important. Um, let me pause for a second. Let me ask a question. Anybody got a favorite smell? That's a weird question. But a favorite smell? Anybody got like a a candle maybe that's like always going on at the house? It's like that one that you have to buy from that certain brand. Well, I have a favorite smell. Follow me here. Listen to me all the way out. I'm not weird, okay? But my favorite smell is the smell of gas, okay? Like gasoline that you put in your car. Don't worry, I don't get high off of it, okay? Or anything weird. I just let me explain myself, okay? I like the smell of gas because when I was little. Um, if you know, if you don't know my parents, Steve and Steph, get to know them. They're great people. But Steve, my dad, he was a mechanic uh, growing up. And so I remember being young, and I remember there was a lot of times I wouldn't even hear my dad come home from work. I could just smell my dad. Not because he smelled bad, because he worked on cars, and he smelled like gas and like oil and like grease. And so he would come home in his shop blue uniform and covered in all kinds of substances that they used to fix cars. And uh, I remember I could just, I could smell that. And I remember um, there'd be days where he would come home so tired. And uh, he still being a good dad would want to hang out with us, even though maybe we were, even though maybe he was exhausted. So he would have us come sit with him. And, and I'm real little, maybe first grade, kindergarten at this time. But how do you know that if, when you're in first grade and you're in kindergarten and you're a boy and you've got toys and video games and neighborhood kids, it's not easy to sit still, right? It's not easy. I love my dad, and I wanted to hang out with him, and that was a really good moment. But at the same time, as I'm sitting there with him, I can't help but think about what I could be doing, the games I could be playing, a lot of that. You know what I'm saying? So I love the smell of gas. Why? Because it reminds me of home. It reminds me of growing up. It reminds me of being a kid. But... There's distractions. There, that was a great moment, an opportunity for me and my dad to talk about the day, talk about my homework, talk about what car, I'm super interested in cars, so what cars he worked on that day. That was a positive moment, but I was being young and being full of energy and distracted. I, there was so many things in my mind that wanted to get me going from that situation and get me playing and get me hanging out with friends. And, and, and that was just me at six. That was just me at seven. That was just when I was a little kid. Think about 
all this stuff, more stuff that we have going on today. You know, when it comes to fuel, what fuels you? What, what gives you the direction you're going? What gives you the umph? You know, have you ever seen those, uh, those Gatorade commercials, right? They, they talk about the fuel for the human body. Um, Gatorade is that substance that you need when you're playing sports, when you're competing. Gatorade is what you drink, right, to make you perform at your max, to give you the, 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 the edge, I'm sorry. But how many know that if you put that Gatorade in your gas tank, you're going to have issues, right? It's the wrong fuel. It's not going to help you go anywhere. It's actually going to cause probably major problems. Um, Pastor Matt, where is he? I love him to death. He was speaking earlier. I love this guy. Don't get me wrong. He's my roommate. We're best friends, okay? But Pastor Matt has this weird thing that he does where his gas tank will be on empty, and we will go to the gas station, and he will put $4 in the gas tank, and then we will leave. And I'm like, dude, we are going to have to come right back here in 30 seconds. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's weird. And I love the guy, and I know he knows, like, how much gas he has, but it freaks me out a little bit. We're on the highway, and he's cruising, and the gas light's on, and I'm looking, and I'm like, dude, are you going to get gas anytime soon? And so I've told him this. I was like, look, dude, I love you, and I trust you, but if we run out of gas on the highway, I am not lifting a finger to, to move this vehicle, to push it, right? Because you need fuel, you need gas. You got to have it if you want to go somewhere. Otherwise, your car stalls, it dies, and you're sitting on the side of the road. Am I right? Um, I think it looks like this. If, if the devil can distract you, right? If he, can, if he can cut your fuel or give you the wrong kind of fuel or get you overwhelmed or, or full of whatever life has to offer nowadays, right? If he can do that, then he can stop you from being an effective Christian, he can stop you from having the right kind of determination, the right kind of connection to the Holy Spirit that gives you um, the reason, the right reason for why we do what we do. You know, you can either wake up in the morning with two schools of thought. You, your alarm can go off and you can get out of bed and go, okay, I have to wake up and I have to go to work because I have bills to pay and I have kids to feed and I have hobbies that I want to buy stuff for and so therefore I have to go to work, I have to make payments and I have to do all that. And that's a reaction lifestyle. That is, I have a problem or have an issue and therefore I'm reacting to it by going to work. But I think God has more in store for our lives. I think if you are really connected to the Holy Spirit, it looks a whole lot different. I think you wake up in that morning and you go, okay, God has a plan for my life. I'm living in his plan. He is directing my steps. Every day I'm going to look for an opportunity to love somebody, to pray for somebody, to support somebody, to give to somebody. And that is the separate, that is the mindset that instead of just reacting to what happens to us in life and just being distracted by everything that's going on in the world, that's the lifestyle that is fueled by the Holy Spirit, fueled and is going to take you where God wants you to go. Um, say this with me. Say, if you're not, or I'm sorry, say, if you're overwhelmed, you are not empowered. All right, let's do it again. You guys are so, I know you're full of turkey, okay, but let's do it again. If you're overwhelmed, you are not empowered. Uh, Galatians. 516, we're going to throw that up on the verse. We're going to throw that up on the screen, sorry. So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. 
then you won't be doing what the sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants you to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the spirit wants. And the spirit gives us desires that are opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other. So you're not free to carry out your good intentions. But when you're directed by the spirit, you are not under obligation of the law. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, like when somebody cuts me off or they sit at a red light. Uh, I'm sorry, they sit at a green light and they don't move. Oh, man. Uh, Selfish ambition, dissension, division. We have some dissension and division in our country right now, don't we? Envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again that, as I have before, anyone living this sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Those who belong to Christ have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nation to his cross, and and you've crucified them there. Since we're living by the Spirit, let us follow the Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. Let us not become conceited or provoke one to anger or be jealous of one another. Um, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day, and she said, we're not allowed to have our phones at work, so I bought an Apple Watch. I thought, wow. (laughs) A, you're an evil genius. But B, that tells you how connected and maybe um, distracted and how crazy our world is right now, that we have to, um, have to always have that going on in our lives. You know, I, I like to joke to, with myself when I read the word that, man, back when they were writing this, they didn't have to worry about much. I think uh, when the Bible was first being written, I think their only thing they had to do was maybe they've written like a gladiator fight on like the weekends or something, you know, but we have... We have a million things. We have to worry about um, paying the car insurance and uh, getting the right formula for the kid and, um, I don't know, all kinds of stuff. Checking your Apple Watch, you know, and there's a million things that are going on in our lives that can pull us uh, left and right and and can distract us and can cut us off from what the Holy Spirit is trying to say. You know, if, if the world and all of its cares, and all the things in it, and, um, and all the things that are going on, and all the toys that can be bought, and if all of those are fuel, if we're just living from football game to football game, or if we're just living for the weekend when we can get off work and relax, if that is our motivation, if that's our drive, if all we have motivating us and giving us direction and fuel, if that's all that it is in life, then we're going to be ineffective at loving people. We're going to be ineffective at listening to the Holy Spirit. We're going to be ineffective at showing this world Jesus. And we'll also be ineffective at simple things. We'll be ineffective at being good parents, being good spouses. If all we are is just living and maybe bouncing from situation to situation with no direction, with no purpose and drive from the Holy Spirit, we're just, we lose our effectiveness, we lose our drive, we lose our ability to, to really remember what's important in this world. You know, um, every day, 
it's really easy for me to find out quickly what I'm being fueled by. Am I right? I, uh, I love Matt, and, but we live together. And so when you see somebody, if you're married, you know, uh, me and Matt are not married, by the way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> when you see somebody every day like that, you know, they can get under your skin pretty quick, right? It doesn't take long. I mean, you love them. You wish the best for them, right? But it is easy for me to tell um, what is fueling me about that day. If, if when you wake up, you're full of grace, purpose, direction, um, power, love, um, seeking for opportunities to show people Jesus, you obviously have the right fuel going on that day. But there are plenty of days where that is obviously not the case. Um, You know, somebody can say something real simple and real innocent, and you can just take it the wrong way and have a real big issue, you know? But we're going to look at the last verse for you today, James 4, 7 through 8. So humble yourself before God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come close to God, and he will come close to you. Wash your hands You sinners, purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. You know, uh, I don't think it's, I don't think it's any coincidence at all that as we get closer to um, Jesus coming back, the cooler uh, things get, right? Matt, if you want to come on up. I don't think it's any coincidence that uh, as we get closer to Jesus coming back, um, you know, have you seen those, uh, those virtual reality headsets, right, where you put them over your eyes and, and they have, like, headphones and, and you're in, like, a whole new reality that, that they can come up with in a game? And I don't think it's any coincidence that as we get closer to Jesus coming back that there's way more sports than they used to be. There's way more pastimes than there used to be. There's way more hobbies to get involved in. There's way more problems in this world. There's way more things going on today that can pull your attention, that can distract you, that can cut you off from the presence of God. I don't think it's coincidence at all. Why? Because the enemy wants to cut us off from what really matters. The enemy enemy wants to get us so overwhelmed that we're no longer empowered to do what the church is called to do. Uh, this morning, I just, when I was praying about this weekend and, and, and what to say, I felt like the Lord was really pressing me to go, it's a crazy time for some people. Um, I think it's a crazy time for all of us in this country and uh, with what's going on. And, but also when you give uh, these major holidays and uh, people shuffle around on planes to get to places, and it's just, it's just a little overwhelming right now. And I think God just wants to remind us this morning that as a church, we can either be people of action or people of reaction. We can be people that are empowered or people that are overwhelmed. We can be people that are just being affected and reacting to what's going on in this world, or we can be fueled enough by the Holy Spirit to know what we're called to do, who we're called to love, and how we're called to act in this craziness. I think there's a black and white difference of how these two different ways of living look. And so this morning, um, I'm not gonna do any altar call or anything like that, but I just wanna pray as a church. Um, If you wanna grab hands with the person next to you, we're just gonna pray. 
we're gonna refocus this morning. Um, Elevate Church is gonna be a church that the Holy Spirit, and not going to be, it is, and it always will be a church, that the Holy Spirit is going to reign and rule and direct and guide this church, um, the pastoral staff, the people in it, and people are gonna know Someday, people are gonna know that you're from Elevate Church that it's very obvious because of how we love people, how we take care of people, how we look out for people, how we pray for people. It's gonna be so obvious. You're gonna, you're gonna pray for somebody in Myers someday, and they'll be like, you're from that Elevate Church, aren't you? And that's what's, gonna, that's what's gonna signify us. And so this morning, I just wanna unite our church. I wanna pause in, in the middle of this craziness and I wanna, I wanna focus, and I want to allow the Lord to just kick this spirit of being overwhelmed in our lives and in our country. We're gonna kick that out right now, and instead, we're gonna ask the Holy Spirit, fill us, use us, direct us, give us clarity and peace, and maybe a time that that's not natural in the world, right? So let's just pray real quick. Jesus, thank you. Thank you for these people. Thank you that you have an awesome plan and purpose and direction for every single family represented here, God. We know that you are um, blessing families. You're taking them uh, from glory to glory, uh, and you're just moving them along, God. So right now, we just pause, and we say, we declare that there's nothing going on in this country. There's no major holiday. There's no major distractions. There's no football team. There's no anything in this world, God, that can pull us away right now, God, from your spirit, from your direction, from your love. God, and we just want to be connected to you this morning. We're refocusing, recharging, God. And from here on out, we just want to cut through everything that's going on in the world. Every tool that the enemy tries to use to pull us away, to get us overwhelmed, to get us distracted, God, we just pause right now We erase it. We say, Holy Spirit, you are going to guide my life. You are going to give me purpose. You're going to give me direction. You're going to fuel me every day. I don't want to sit and idle in my faith. Right now, I want to know what's important. I want to to be just fueled to love people, to follow you, to take the steps that I need to take to go on the path that you have for my life, for my family's life. And right now, God, we just commit it to you. We thank you for this morning. We thank you for these awesome holidays. We thank you for mashed potatoes and cheese and everything that goes in them because we love them. And in Jesus' name, God, we just pause today and we're gonna move forward as Elevate Church, forward in love, forward in being guided by your Holy Spirit, forward in pursuing what really, really matters in this world. We thank you that uh, hobbies are fun. We thank you for good football teams. We thank you that the Browns will someday turn it around. Eventually, I believe it. And those things are great, God, but we're going to focus on what matters and loving you and loving people and hearing from you and taking the steps that you want us and our families to take. In Jesus' name, we thank you for it. Everybody said, amen. Amen. We have um, in the back, before you take off, um, out by our information center, we have these little cards. And uh, just grab one on your way out or grab five, 20, 100 if you would, that'd be awesome. But we just wanna invite people to our Christmas services. Um, Every service 
coming up in December is going to be unique and special and uh, built for uh people to come and just really get to know God and have a fun time doing it. So, but especially our Christmas Eve service, we're super pumped about it, put a lot of thought and time and effort into it. And uh, this whole season, this whole December is going to be fun and fantastic. I mean, who doesn't want to go to a church that they make cookies and wear ugly Christmas sweaters, right? We're way cooler than the other churches. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but seriously, thank you guys for being here. Um, I'm going to go take a nap because Thanksgiving literally lasts like a week in my body. Um, and we love you guys. Have a, have a blessed week, and uh, we will see you next week. <laughs>